Greetings and welcome to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast series. Podcast episodes are available on VHHA.com and on popular podcast hosting apps including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. Podcast episodes also air each Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 on 100.5 FM, 92.7 FM, and 8.20 AM across Central Virginia. Send any questions, comments, or feedback to PCFpodcast at VHHA.com. That's PCFpodcast at VHHA.com. Today, we're excited to be joined by Mohammed Baig, a licensed counselor and the owner and founder of Mohammed Baig LLC, a Stafford County-based mental health, wellness, and counseling practice. He joins us for a conversation about the pro bono mental health work he's doing with Afghan refugees arriving in Virginia and more. With that, welcome to the program, Mohammed. Thanks for being with us. Hi, uh, good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so as we're recording this episode, the U.S. is in the process of welcoming tens of thousands of evacuees from Afghanistan. Those who fled left under difficult circumstances as violence erupted in their homeland. As they resettle here, some need medical care, which is being dispensed by hospitals and communities where these guests are being housed. Others may need mental and emotional health support to process the trauma they witnessed or experienced. Mohammed, you are among those who have stepped in to help by offering free telecounseling to Afghan refugees. If you would, tell us what compelled you to get involved and how that work is going so far. Uh, again, thank you for having me on this podcast, and I really appreciate the fact that you guys are doing what you can to spread awareness about the atrocities that are occurring. It's been significantly challenging and disturbing to hear about things that are happening in Afghanistan. And even though I'm not from there, just from a human perspective, that it has taken a significant toll on me to hear about it, but not as much as how it has taken a toll on the Afghan community. And I get to experience it firsthand because of my wife, she's from Afghanistan, and she still also has some family that lives there as well. And by watching the news and by receiving reports from the family that we have back home, I have watched how it has affected my in-laws that live here because they have direct contact with the family that lives in Afghanistan. And so does my wife as well. And I knew that by watching how it was affecting them, it was making me feel like I wanted to do something more than just providing my thoughts and my prayers for the Afghan community. I felt like as a mental health professional, it was my duty to do more than that. So I decided to provide pro bono services to the Afghan community that reside here and to even refugees where it's not a formal psychotherapy or a coaching relationship. However, it is me providing emotional support and also practical tip on how to uh, for this community so on how to navigate through their significant circumstances and to help with mitigating as much as possibly you can the debilitating symptoms and experiences that the community is having. Do you wish you could focus on practicing medicine without all the distractions? Covaris is here to help. As a leader in medical professional liability insurance with more than 45 years experience, Covaris provides insurance protection with data-driven predictive modeling to help you mitigate the risk of claims. By combining insurance protection with risk analytic services, you can reduce distractions and focus on improving clinical, operational, and financial outcomes. Covaris is reinventing what you should expect from your medical professional liability provider. Find out all Covaris can offer you at Covaris.com. That's C-O-V-E-R-Y-S.com. Insurance products issued by Medical Professional Mutual Insurance Company and its insurance subsidiaries, Boston, Massachusetts. 
I think the work that you are doing is incredible and offering those services. Yeah, it's much needed. You know, people that have been able to flee Afghanistan and come to the States or, you know, seek refuge in other areas of the world, they may be experiencing what's called survivor's guilt. They may be experiencing grief. And even the ones who don't even have family that live there in Afghanistan that are being directly impacted by what's going on, they can also be experiencing grief just from the fact that they know that they're losing their country. And so one of my goals to help the community is to normalize their experiences so that they can better understand why they're feeling what they're feeling and that they are not wrong for that and to provide them with emotional validation. Yeah, definitely. And that kind of ties into my next question. So in looking at your website, I see that you make a lot of references to the value of counseling and therapy, as well as the difficulties some people have in seeking it out. As we find ourselves in a moment of time when some of the stigmas associated with mental health are receding and demand for mental health services is growing, what guidance would you offer to people who might be on the fence about the value of counseling, particularly when we know that many Americans say the ongoing pandemic has harmed their mental health? The stigma around mental illness and seeking help remains, and mental illness is really among the most common health conditions in the United States, according to the CDC. The stigma in society is so commonplace, and and it can be just so difficult to dismantle and overcome. The societal disapproval of seeking mental health care has been so detrimental to our generation and our previous generation because it centers so much around shaming the people who live with these mental health issues or just from seeking help for their emotional distress. And experiencing emotional distress doesn't make you crazy. And it doesn't at all mean that you have some sort of a mental illness. But emotional distress such as feeling sad or feeling anxious or feeling anger, these are common and normal reactions that we experience. And I think that the stigma around it has really made people feel judged, to feel awkward, to feel like there's something inherently wrong with them in their character. And many times they just don't want to be labeled as like they're like they're crazy for simply seeking the support from a therapist or from another mental health profession. However, none of these characterizations are valid. They tend to be just misinformed, but it causes so much pain and it prevents them from getting help. Yeah, definitely. There is a super strong stigma. I kind of like the phrase mental health is just as important as physical health. That's right. It's just as as like you taking care of your physical health. If you're feeling sick or if you're feeling in pain, you're you're taking some sort of either a natural supplement or a prescribed medication or something, then you should absolutely be able to care for yourself and for your mental health. And I believe that really like misperceptions and the fears and the lack of awareness and education, I believe all of that has really led to the increased around it. And the fact of the matter is, is that trauma is so, so apparent in the world that when you have the majority of the world that comes from a collectivistic society, well, when being from a collectivistic society, you are always told to just either rely on the needs of your community, of your family, and then to also seek support only from the people that are in your circle. And then it's always been emphasized for you to be independent and to be strong. And so when you are always just raised around these kinds of principles, then people in your community, they may shame you for what they see as you stepping outside of your culture, stepping outside of your community and sharing secrets or sharing about your life with a complete stranger. These family beliefs, these social beliefs and things like that, all of this, you know, 
often causes people to shy away from seeking support and avoid treatments. Thank you so much for sharing that. Well, now that we've tackled the formal stuff, I do have two lighthearted questions to give listeners a bit of a sense of who you are beyond the work you do. So first, and this is an entirely imaginary premise, but in the hypothetical scenario that you could anticipate your final day on Earth, what would your last meal be? Hmm, final meal would be, it would be my wife. My wife makes this amazing Afghan breakfast. It's called Korme Banjan. It has a mix of onions and tomatoes with sunny-side-up eggs on top. It's one of the best breakfasts that I've ever had, and I would love to have her make it, have that as my as my last meal. Nice. That sounds delicious. Um, <laughs> and so to close this out, if you were stranded on a deserted island, what one book, one album, and one movie would you want to take with you to keep yourself company? We will spot you a copy of the religious text of your choice. So other than that, what are your three entertainment survival kit picks? Hmm, well, so as a child, I, I loved playing with remote control cars. So I would take that with me. When I was a child, I really enjoyed reading uh, Garfield comic books. So I would take that with me as well. Garfield! Nice. Any albums or movies? So my favorite movie is Dumb and Dumber. It's a classic. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Fellas, you think we could listen to the radio or something? So I would take that movie. And, and as far as music goes, I would take uh, Eminem's album, mm-hmm. The Real Slim Shady. Nice. Very, very classic. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I would take that out. (laughs) Well, that brings us to the close of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. If you like what you heard, please make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. And we want to once again thank our guest, Mohammed Baig, for joining us today. So thanks.